Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ah, and we're in, I think. Let me just see. Why can't I hear anything in this monitors? Um, Say say something. uh, We haven't got headphones. No, but I should be able to hear via this uh, monitoring. There we go. So you talk? Hello. Yes. Okay, great. Okay. Um, The sound is amazing in my ears anyway. It makes such a difference. Yeah, we bought Having microphones. Last week we recorded into a phone, I think. Yeah. We didn't have any... Any of this equipment? Oh, no, we um, were at... Um, we were at Tunbridge Wells. We were right? at home. Yeah, OK. How are you doing? You're, you're, I'm terrible. So she's... Um, that rustling you can hear is uh, hay fever. Oh, uh, God. Um, I am the... really, really struggling, people. Mm. But it's so bad. Because mm-hmm. um, I was sort of thinking, my goodness, I've taken an antihistamine and it hasn't even touched the sides. I'm not right in thinking that antihistamines like make you feel a bit drowsy and sleepy. There are non-drowsy ones. And they don't make me feel drowsy at okay. all. But you can only take one every 24 hours. And I've just looked up how many can you take in an hour because I'd quite mm-hmm. happily take four right now. And you can only take one every 24 hours and um, an overdose of antihistamine can kill you. Yeah. No, but I mean, even just... Yeah. Or, or mixing antihistamines is very dangerous. You mustn't do it. Mixing so I'm just saying or the, other antihistamines. Or okay. Um, so you think, oh, I'll take the nasal spray yeah. and the and don't do it. It's okay. not good for you. Don't take it all. Nausea, vomiting, mm. um, drows- extreme drowsiness, mm. a coma, you know, yeah. and death. That's what we're talking about. I, I went to see my neurologist guy this week. And oh, he, yeah. He said, did you take those pills that I told you to take? And I said, I took them for about five days and then that was it. He said, okay, fine. He said, I'm a big believer in people healing themselves if they can. And I thought, oh, it's so nice to hear that. Cause yeah. I thought he was forcing pills onto me. Yeah. You know? Well, he, he was at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, because he said, take these, they'll make a big difference. But if you don't like them, then stop taking them. Mm. That's what he said. And I thought, I felt a bit shy about going back and saying, oh, I, did, I decided to come off them. I don't really like them. He said, no, no, no problem. No problem. He said, you know, they might have just done the trick in those five days. But he said, I'd much prefer you That's to great, heal yourself. It? And I thought, yeah, I'd much prefer that as well. Um but yes, I mean, I, you know, mixing too many pills and taking too many pills and a combination of them is deadly. Well, I don't, terrifying, I mean, I, I don't like taking medicine no, you at don't. best I, of times. And I'm you're... like fucking lather myself in bloody hormones every day. Mm. And, you know, then I'm taking thyroxine and, you know, yeah. antihistamine on top of all of that. You think, mm. oh my God, I'm like, I'm rattling. But <laughs> and without antihistamine, I would be a wreck. <laughs> I would, I'd be really? an absolute wreck. Really? Like I could... Yeah. I, and normally what happens is there's a bad bit in the morning mm-hmm. and a bad bit in the evening okay. as the pollen oil goes mm-hmm. and then um, it calms down in the day mm-hmm. and then it calms down again at night. Right. This has been relentless mm. all day. It's because we've had an amazing May. Is it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Oh, I love it when you play with my hair. Yeah, well, I was just looking at it thinking, you know. I'll it needs a bit it. of a do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going <laughs> to blow dry it for you later. I um, washed it today. Yeah, good. 
Um, so you could blow yeah, dry. Well, got, I'm really excited about that. You've got that. work tomorrow. I have. So we're filming this, or recording this on a Saturday, and tomorrow you're on Sunday brunch. I am. And I thought to save time in the morning, I'm going to do your air today <laughs> for tomorrow. It's a three-hour record. It's on until 12.30, I think. Yeah, it's a big old schlep, the old that. Sunday morning show. But it's fun. I've done it before, yeah, yeah. and it doesn't feel like you're on for ages at all. Mm. So tomorrow I'm on with... This isn't interesting for anybody, is it? Because yeah, it'll have happened. You'd be up with Richard Maidley. Richard Maidley, Richard Coles, mm-hmm. Reverend Richard Coles, yeah. and David Seaman, and George Ezra. Wow. All the boys All the and boys girl, and me. Eh? Yay! Uh, yeah, I think it's a good show. And it's obviously been watched by lots of people with hangovers. I always think yeah, it's exactly. I used to watch the, the, the roundup of Hollyoaks every Sunday morning. Yeah. With, with an extreme hangover. I used to watch four o'clock in the morning Saturday television a lot. At four o'clock in the morning? Yeah, there used oh. to be like really quite funny shows <laughs> yeah. going out. Yes, the there did. Um, we've got lots of things to talk about this week. I've had Loads. a bumper week and I have this little notes app on my phone where I drop things into it when I stumble across something that yeah. I like. It is jam-packed. Oh, I've great. got four episodes worth of stuff. So oh, great. we'll not get through it all, um, I don't think. But the first thing I want to talk about yeah. is Obi-Wan uh, on Oh, yeah, so tell Channel. me about that. So... This is Ewan McGregor is back to reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. in the Star Wars series um, Obi-Wan, I think it's called. Now, I don't know if that you remember. imaginative. But, yes, he was. But I don't know if you remember, but in, in Star Wars, the first film, he's yeah. called Ben Kenobi. Yeah, because yeah. he's, not, he's not an Obi-Wan yet. Yeah, no, he is an Obi-Wan. He, he has to hide his, oh. je- his Jedi powers from oh. the Empire. Because, I've forgotten all of yeah, this. Yeah, yes, it's okay. So if you're not a Star Wars nut, it's fair enough. Like, I, I do no, love no, Star I, Wars. I, I just mean like the listener if you're not a Star Wars nut. Like I, I, get, I get the fact that not everybody's like immersed in it. And the Avengers universe, is, or the Marvel universe, has kind of taken over from the Star Wars universe in many mm. ways for lots of young people. But there's the bit where Anakin Skywalker falls into the volcano and becomes Darth Vader, essentially, at the yep. end of Re- Revenge of the Sith. And then the next film in the stri- in the trilogy is Rogue One, where they find the plans to the Death Star. Can we watch them all in order this summer? Yeah, we definitely could. Rogue One's the best, the best Star Wars uh, film me too. ever, by the way. It's me too. Absolutely brilliant. So this is between Revenge of the Sith where Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader, and Rogue One. Oh my God, so it's a crack series. It's huge, right? No, but so it's in the crack. It's in between. the crack, yes, between those things. So you try and work out. So basically, at the end, uh, the Empire wins, and all the Jedi have to go into hibernation, or hibernation is not the right word. Um, hiding. Hi- yeah, go into hiding. And then there's these people trying to find all the Jedis and kill them all. Mm. So Obi-Wan Kenobi has changed his name to just Ben Kenobi now. And he's just living a normal Does life. Does he not think that Kenobi's quite a recognisable <laughs> yeah. surname? Well, I think he's just Ben, but, but yeah, I mean, I haven't thought that. It's not that difficult, Mr. and Mrs. But, Kenobi and their be- some Ben, but for the he's investigators. not Obi-Wan. Yeah. So what's your surname? <laughs> Kenobi? Well, let me think. Um, but of course, there's a very young 10-year-old Princess Leia in it. Oh, right! What? Yeah, oh my god, that's the, amazing! That timeline. So, oh wow, he is on Tatooine, essentially keeping his eye on a young Luke Skywalker and a young Princess Leia yeah. as they slowly grow up, you know. And he's trying and to he make knows. sure that they're right. So he's the only one who knows their background and where they're from, and so on yeah. and so forth. Um, um, but somebody has kidnapped Princess Leia, and uh, he has to try and get her back for her um, adopted mum and mum and right. dad essentially yeah um so that's where you are with it now it's not without its faults but i love the star wars story altogether like i love the whole kit and caboodle because i do but chester chester slightly put me off he was like oh i'm mm. a bit disappointed well it is a bit um what they've it's not done as good they probably spent a lot of money on yeah it's not as the good mandalorian as the or the mandalorian yeah the mandalorian is very high it's, hard, it's hard to um 
But you would expect you and McGregor to yeah. be in something extremely as as high end as the Mandalorian. When you think about yes. the main protagonist yeah. has got a mask on the entire way through, and you get somebody like you and McGregor, a huge star, yes. and it's not doesn't feel like it's got the same production values. That's the problem. I think they've slightly scrimped on choreography of fight scenes. And, you know, there's a few other bits that feel a bit cheap. Some of the editing's really kind of jumpy and you think, hang on a sec, how did he get from there to there all of a sudden? So there's some obvious mistakes in it, I think. But I still love the story. And it only comes out once a week. There's four episodes available as of today, which is the 11th of June. Um, and I've devoured them all. I watched the other one last night, I think, when I got into bed. And wow. I'm really like, oh my God, I've got to wait for another week. So, in fact, the action's not that great and things like that. The, the story that I'm getting told i'm really really enjoying oh, good. and darth vader and obi-wan kenobi have already fought so you only ever see them fight once in the whole thing which is at the death star when darth vader kills yes Obi-Wan yes kenobi. yes remember he says if you strike me down i will become more powerful than you yes. could ever imagine yes so that's the only fight you ever really see in, in the whole of star wars actually a lightsaber fight so They've already had a big clash and you're thinking, oh my God, like I've waited my whole life to see Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader have a fight, you know, yeah. and here it is. So it's really good. Um, Ewan McGregor's obviously doing a reasonably good job of being a young Alec Guinness. Mm. So he's not Scottish in it. Right. I'm always a bit disappointed because I just want to see, I want to see shallow grave Ewan McGregor. I want to see yes. Renton from Trainspot I was just going to say Renton. Yeah. But um, so he's got this very kind of soft English posh voice in it. But if you can get past all the things that you need to get past in order to immerse yourself in the, in the story, it's really good. So I'm absolutely loving it. Oh, and if that's you're, really good news. Yeah, if you're interested in the Star Wars universe and the story, then just watch it and, and allow the faults just to wash over you. Um, because, uh, it, you know, it's really good and it's a nice little missing piece of the jigsaw. So it's on Disney Plus, so you have to subscribe to Disney Plus. There's four episodes available already and they seem to be dropping every Friday, I think, in the mornings. Um, so give it a shout, see what it's like. I would like to tell you about something. I thought I've got no television to talk about and mm-hmm. I haven't got any television to talk about, but I've got some television to talk about by proxy because... Mm-hmm. My daughter is watching the full series of Stranger Things and she showed me a clip of something that made me think, um, I want to go back and watch the whole four series again. I watched the first series and then I didn't watch any more and I'd like to go and binge watch it all because it's the type of horror Mm -hmm. that I can watch. Mm. I don't know why. Well, because it's fantasy, I think. Yes, maybe. Whereas Wolf Creek was like a real story, you know. So... Um, and I think also Joel has helped me, your son. Yeah. He, he's slightly desensitised me because he watches, hor- he's trying to get me into horror. Yeah. Some and he's showed me some quite horror, hardcore right, horror. Yeah. And he sort of talks to me while it's happening. So it helps me a bit mm-hmm. because I believe everything is real. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> Stranger Things, I said Kate Bush running up that hill. <laughs> yes. Kate Bush is having like, her moment. Yeah, it's She's having back, her yeah. noughties, her 20s moment mm-hmm. where running up that hill is a massive hit. Yes. And I am going to show you, because I said to Holly, why have you all gone mad for running up that hill? Mm-hmm. And she said to me, which really whet my appetite, she said, it is quite possibly the best use of music to TV oh, ever wow. made. And I said, what makes you say that? She said, someone said it. <laughs> Somewhere on YouTube yeah, or yeah, a reviewer yeah. or something. But yeah, I yeah. said... Wow, people are saying that this song mm. is the best use... Me- anyway, I thought, well, how good can it be? So Holly, briefly explain to me 
the scene that it was in. I was like, okay. She said, now watch it on YouTube. I sobbed. Did you? I don't even know what the blooming story's about or what's going on. So I'm going to tell you now Uh what happens, and then I'm going to show you off camera. Okay. We're not going to watch it like... I'm going to show you. It's very short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... um, we're going to discuss okay. after we've watched it. So oh, God, what happens uh-huh. is a girl that's very good friends mm. with Eleven, who is the English girl, Millie, whatever yeah. her name yeah. is, and her friends, they're all young. Mm-hmm. They're at school. The bad man from this series, mm-hmm. who is a bit Hellraiser, he's really frightening. He's so horrible. And the bad man is um, taking children's souls, and he's got this little girl, mm-hmm. and he basically is taking their souls and he's all powerful and that nobody can get away. The only thing that can save you is you've, if you can think of something happy, but he's already got into uh, this okay. girl's head. Yeah. And the and in the real world, because this is happening in the underneath in or the multiverse whatever thing. it's called. Yeah, 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 okay. In the real world, the boys can see that this is happening. She's been lifted up off the ground. Her eyes have gone pale mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my God. So they put headphones on her before she goes up in the sky yeah. from like a Walkman headphones. Yeah, yeah. And they play running up that hill Ooh, wow. to remind her mm-hmm. of them and a day that they spent together listening to that song. Yeah. And this song brings back all these memories of nice her childhood. Memories, presumably, yes. Well, and oh, you'll okay. see it moving. But then something happens and she starts running. This girl's acting is... Unparalleled. <laughs> I was watching this girl run. Mm. I've never wanted anybody to get away from somebody so much in all my life. I'm not going to say whether she got away or not because I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. But I'm quickly going to show you this clip yep. on the YouTubes. How uh, good wow. is that? Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's quite funny not watching a series at all. I nearly cried again. Yeah, yeah. She's, yes. she's fantastic, that girl. This week, you, you know about the third person that said, are you watching Stranger Things at the moment, the new series? I'm like, no, no, no. I watched the first series and then never watched it anymore. I watched episode one and two, I think, of season two. But it just kind of passed me by at that well, point. Well, I'm the same. So yeah. I think maybe that's we the thing. We've been looking for lots of things to watch together. Mm. And I think that's it. What, you mean this is it? We should yeah. watch this together? I think, well, I think we should watch the whole of... I think we should watch some of episode series one again, because I've forgotten okay. everything. Well, we, let's do a YouTube recap on season one. Okay, I and can then help let's start that, from I series two. And start from series two. I'd, I'd really love okay. to do that. It's great. Um, I, I, a f- friend of mine once had this is theory. extraordinary. That... They, they are amazing. Mm. Yes, and of course they've been together for quite a while now. Wow, kids, right? And I think amazing. someone was saying... Now they're older, the show has got slightly older in, in its themes and slightly more terrifying. Mm. Because I felt like it was a show for kids slightly aimed at adults. Yeah. But I guess now it's probably crossed the line where it's slightly oh, older. It's totally crossed older the line because I've yeah. watched other bits because Holly's watching it. Mm. And it's totally crossed the line. I keep forgetting Winona Ryder's in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's really good. Yes, I remember her being fab in it, mm. yeah. A friend of mine had this theory, I think, I don't know if it was Jeff Lloyd, it was on his breakfast show or his radio show, was that, or, like, there's enough music in the world now, no, we don't need to make any more, essentially, was his oh, theory. What? Yes, I know, but no. actually, y- you could live the rest of your life and never really repeat listening to any songs, because there's so much stuff you haven't heard, for yeah. instance. Yeah, And everything's been made, everything's appropriate for something yeah. about it. And, and this, every song is a cover of another song in some form yes, or another. Yes, mm. only 12 notes or something, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, you know, so, eight in an octave. Yes, but that includes semitones. No. 
Okay. There's only because somebody in that doc, that Jacob Collier documentary said there's 12 notes all over the world. That's it, you know? Ah, okay. Um, but I've always thought there was eight as well, but mm. I am paraphrasing somebody mm. else. No, great. Who knows whether either of us are right. No, I think you're probably right. But here's a really good example of a piece of music that had slightly been forgotten about in mm. many ways, being applied to some piece well, of art. Well, I mean, totally it, forgotten about. Because, like, yeah, because <laughs> think about it. It was 40 years ago. Yeah. Amazing. It was the 80s. Mm. And... But what I love about it is that Kate Bush is an artist. Oh, my God. And she's been performing and working on music since she was a teenager, 15, like Mm. a really young teenager. Mm. I think Virgin Records Mm. discovered her. It was the guy from Pink Floyd that that discovered her. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She and she just she's she is she is a genius. She was the kind of Jacob Collier. Like Mm. for me, I just Mm. can't. And she stood out, and she's continually stood out, and she continues to stand out. Any mm. new music she's brought out is also extraordinary. Mm. But I'm so pleased that she's... Because it does mean that an entire generation of kids, oh, my God. kids' yeah. age, will go back into yeah. the whole Kate Bush library yeah. and get as much from mm. her as we did. Yeah, oh, I've got, look, yeah no, me too. I've got goosebumps everywhere. I know, I know. Well, I used to, as you know, I did a hair for a long time mm. and I used to think I'd love it if she'd just go on Graham Norton mm. and sing a song on oh. the piano mm. because I thought what 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 well, not that she doesn't realize but there's a whole generation of people that would just love her and also who don't know about it would be blown oh my god like, they'd be like what it? Um, I did send her an email once saying, you really should think about just doing that. You don't and have to do the interview thing. Just do the music bit and leave, you know. Amazing. It's just outrageous. And it's fantastic. Yeah. You did, did you do her hair for her concerts? Uh, no, but I did all the publicity photos for her hair for the concerts. Um, yeah. Because obviously me and Amanda mm. Harris went to the concerts. I went to the concerts, And yeah, yeah. I sat and mm. cried mm. the whole way through. Yeah, it's very good. She's brilliant. Phenomenal. Brilliant. So it's great to see that. A similar thing happened to Paul Weller when uh, Billy Elliot came out in a town called yes, Malice. Was in yes, yes. And there was a bunch of kids that all, all around the country just went, what is this song? Yes. It is brilliant, you know. And it's so nice when uh, there's a resurrection of, uh, of a brilliant song like that. But yeah, I'm going to write down what we're talking about because I always super, forget. Yeah. So I was going through YouTube and looking at various things and all that, as you do, uh, in the really small hours, and I stumbled across um, this thing called Justin Hawkins Rides Again. How did you find that? I don't know, but he came up um, doing a review of the Arctic Monkeys' Do I Want to Know. Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. I wonder what Justin Hawkins thinks of one of my all-time favourite songs. So um, it turns out he's got a YouTube channel, and it's got pretty good subscribers, 147,000 subscribers. Oh, that's great. And he basically does this uh, little interview. They're about 20 minutes long, 15 to 20 minutes long, where he basically maybe talks about a song or an artist or um, some kind of music. But, I mean, he is so talented, this guy. It is off Justin Hawkins. the charts. Yeah. I mean... What makes you say that? Well, because he plays musical instruments oh, in these videos. Oh, I see. Videos, does he? Does he? And he breaks down the song for I you. I didn't know if, you, like... Yeah. I didn't know in what way he was oh, talented or yes, what they... It's just a, what he does he in it. He is a musical genius of mm. an of epic proportions. And I remember seeing him for the first time. My brother Grant had come to do some work experience with me. He was only about 15 or 16. And Jules Holland was on and the darkness came on. And we were like, "Yeah, he's what the hell is this? Yeah, again, you know, leotards right? and all that stuff. Mm. And they started playing. And he stood up on the top of Jules Holland's grand piano and played this guitar solo. And me and my brother looked at each other and were like, what has just happened to the TV? You know, it's just like, 
Jesus, this guy was amazing. And this is right in the heart of Britpop, right? And so also, he's got yeah, leotard on. Say, like, a, a permed kind of mullet thing with highlights in it. You know, and it then he's felt like singing. A piss take at the I, beginning. Like, I couldn't work out if it was a parody or it was a real thing or whatever. And then, of course, they released an album and it went double platinum and all the rest of it. And then they seemed to just turn into a parody of, a, of an 80s rock no, well, band. Well, he, he had a problem with addiction. Did he? Yeah. Okay, because there's this. I don't know if you've ever seen it, there's this great scene at the Wembley Arena where he comes out on a giant pair of tits and he's in the tits playing the guitar as this thing kind of moves around the, the ceiling, you know. And it was just like, oh, you've crossed the line, you know. Like the yeah. whole thing was just uh, was just bizarre. But you couldn't deny the fact that he could sing virtually in any octave across yeah. the range. He was faultless with his singing. But the way he could play the guitar and, uh, and all the rest of it was amazing. So he does these things Can where. Can I quickly say? Yes. Do you remember him on The Masked Singer? Yes, of course. And then you introduced me to him one night when we bumped into him somewhere. At the opera? Yeah. <laughs> he could easily be an opera singer. But um, I was just I was just blown away by this video. So I watched this video, and um, he's, the other thing that's quite interesting is how many different hairstyles he's got. Um, but look at it, look at this in this jacket. Who's got that jacket? You have! Right? Oh my god! Yeah, amazing, right? So this is a video that says, let me explain why ACDC are so good. So what he essentially does is he listens to a bit of the song and then he plays it for you and he, tell, and he breaks every single structure down of the chord and tells you why these two chords are good together and why this works and why this doesn't work. Oh my god, I'm going to I mean, love this. But wait, I also love his clothes. Every outfit's yeah. a winner. He's like right? your so, new style icon. Let me just find so it's a bit here, so you'll be playing something. Give the out tune guitar, I tried to tune into the record, but a lot of this ACDC stuff is probably tuned by ear. I don't think they tended to use uh, tuners because you hear a lot of variation between the songs. Um, but there's a there's lots of one that there's he did a good one about Liam Gallagher and he talks about a little bit about like in the early days when they first came out, Liam Gallagher stopped him in the street he, came, he jumped out of his car and he said wow your record is absolutely banging he was like oh my god that's amazing you know and then later on i think noel gallagher said something scathing about him so he said something a bit cheeky about noel gallagher, and they all fell out and then that was the end of that you know and he said it was a real shame because um you know he loved oasis and he loved their music and everything but you know he, he realized it was their songs were quite limited and what they were doing was something else you know but he breaks all that down and it's just fabulous. So you get loads of little backstories of things that gigs he was at with various people, things he'd worked with, but also just watching him play these guitars and also just just telling you why the song is the way it is and why it works. It's just, I love the deconstruction of any art. You know, it's interesting because I think possibly as, a, as, a, as an artist, he might have thought, who wants to watch this? Yeah. Who would ever be interested? But actually, that is, oh, look, Kate Bush. Ah, yes, the okay. Things. Oh, the Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, what the hell just happened? So there's a little video on that. Justin Hawkins, and this is Justin Hawkins' Rides Again, my YouTube channel. You know that series, um, Stranger Things? Oh my God, how funny. Yeah. Switch roles, so... Does he, do, does he play the guitar in it? I know from their own youth, um, just because it's popular and trendy all of a sudden. No, maybe not. Oh, that's so but, great. Um, that'd, be, I, that'd be worth it listening also, to that. Yeah. just want to point out yeah. that he is ultimately just a really likeable man. Yes. Um, the I, way he talks, the I, way he expresses himself, he's like a soft, 
likeable yes. man. Um, if you're interested in music at all, which I know lots of you are, then go and have a watch of some of these or just go through his channel and have a little look. The Arctic Monkeys one is about Do I Want to Know? And he raves about it, but also deconstructs it. And it's just great because I totally agree with it. The Liam Gallagher one's really interesting as well because I'm not a big fan of Liam Gallagher, but he actually makes him quite endearing and he talks about the, the moments in the song that are extremely good and actually quite weird, the uh, odd that there would be an odd choice of uh, chord change and stuff like that that he's really impressed with. And then there's other bits of the song and he said it's a bit generic, this bit, like anybody does this. And then he talks about the drum beats and stuff like that. And I'm just oh, like, brilliant. oh God, it's so nice listening to this. So well done, Justin Hawkins, first of all, for this thing. Yeah, and but there's we so really much, like Justin Hawkins. Yeah, there's like so assistant. much to learn in here yeah, about great. music as well. So um, uh, it's on the YouTube. It's called Justin Hawkins Rides Again. And um, you can subscribe to that and have a little listen to some of them. Um, talking of rides... Oh, God, that was so good. Um, I want to talk to you about a book that Angela Scanlon sent me. Oh, my God. I love Angela Scanlon. That's her Scanlon. book? Yes. Yes. It is a book. Do you remember Lessons I've Learned? Of course I do, yeah. It's a bit that. I listened to the audio book of that. You, you read it to me without realising. <laughs> That's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. I got, it's got a little bookmark in it mm-hmm. that I really like that mm-hmm. she gave me. It says special nice. on it. It says... This is, think of this in Angela Scanlon voice. There no, are, no, no, do the voice. No, I'm not going to do the voice. <laughs> um, there are a million books you could have chosen and here we are. Thank you. I hope you find something here that lovingly kicks you up the arse or gently leads you to the unexpected places. Let's go. Here's my theory. People are either dogs or cats. Cats are slick and self-assured. They're grounded and confident. They love themselves, which is why many people think they're arrogant. Dogs, on the other hand, will rove, roll over and pant and lick and knead. They will do anything for you. They will love you forever, but often at the expense of themselves. I'm a dog. Mm. I wish I was a cat. <laughs> or maybe a cog, some sort of hybrid animal yeah. that was centred enough to love myself but not be a selfish cow. Mm. But here's the thing. Self-love is not selfish. It's not obnoxious or indulgent. It doesn't come at the expense of other types of love that are deemed more acceptable. Yes, it's written on T-shirts and mugs and all manner of shite, but the act itself is something that can't be bought. Self-love is the start of everything, and without it, we're on borrowed time, living a life that's dictated by everyone around us. Everyone we're trying to make love us because we can't love ourselves. Loving ourselves comes only when we fully know ourselves, when we're familiar with all the murky, annoying parts too, and we accept them eventually. It's a really interesting idea, the, the self-love thing. It's very hard for some people to love themselves, isn't it? It's really... And I don't have the answer for that. But when people say, you've got to learn to love yourself, you think... How? Help me, for yeah. God's sake, like, how, how do I do well, that? Well, this know? is what I think is really interesting, mm. that all of these... Um, chapters in this book are very short Mm. which again I really like this Mm. is a pick up put down book and Angela Scanlon has absolutely 100% written this in her own voice Mm -hmm. Um, it is true it is real it is very interesting there's bits of science in there there's lovely pages where she's written um, quotes um, and all the quotes are nice, so you can flick through and try mm. and find a quote that will make you, um, it, which might help you with you. I've loved it because she also does little quotes in there. And at the bottom, you know, some are by Gandhi, some are by um, yeah. um, other kind of big thinkers. And then sometimes at the bottom, she just puts me. Oh, did she? Um, yeah. <laughs> this is so, my thought. <laughs> um, I've, I've written this yeah, one, yeah, and this good. is how I feel about it. Yeah, good. But she's really, she's really, really mm. warm, and it feels like she's holding your hand 
on a journey to try mm-hmm. and f- navigate your way to like to even, liking yourself to liking yourself yeah, great, a bit more. Great, yeah. And like you said, it's elusive and it's difficult. The cover I think is great. Mm. It's, it's called um, Joy Rider: How Gratitude Can Help You Get the Life You Really Want. And on the front by Marianne Keys. Mm. Marianne Keys is a wise and beautiful book, she says. And Holly Willoughby says it's beautiful and important. Ah, great. So I left um, Angela a message uh-huh. and I think I made her cry. Oh, did you? Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. She's meant to love herself, not cry. Yeah. You know, so I, think I think you might have I've done... got this feeling that she's done an enormous amount of personal growth yeah. um, recently. Mm-hmm. And I think she is at that age where you do explore yourself a lot. You know, in your mid to late 30s, it is a time where you really look yeah. into yourself. And mm. that's obviously what she's done. But she's a good thinker, mm. Angela. But she's, you know, to use the word shite in a book is just really refreshing. <laughs> Yes. I love the cat and dog analogy as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a dog. Yeah. I really wish I was a cat. Yeah, I wish I was a cat. Or a cog. Yes. There's um, a bit in the Supersonic documentary when Noel Gallagher says, I'm a cat. Basically, I'm a bit of a bastard. And cats are, I mean, they do have that air of arrogance about them, right? Because they simply don't need you. Yeah. You know, they don't well, need anybody. you can anybody. go out for the night and, in fact, decide to stay in a hotel and the cats will be fine. Yeah, they're not well, they're They'll be like, oh, you've, you've come back. But the dog oh my really God. needs you, basically, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. The dog will sit it's, by the door. It's fascinating. Whining. So one of the great things about having cats and dogs, I guess, is that they're such a kind of reflection of all the bits of you. And that's what we love about them, I think, is they kind of, seeing it in the dog somehow forgives us our little faults and everything, because we realise yeah. that they're inbuilt to these things. Like, dogs yeah. aren't socially constructed in, in that way. They're, they're bred, and yes. they have personality traits of that breed. It doesn't matter how you treat them. Mm. In, well, of course it matters how you treat them, but you, you understand what I, I mean. Know, I know they what you They have the personality yeah, type I know what in you're the saying. breed, and as do you, because of your ancestry and me and all the rest of it. But yeah, I know exactly what you it mean. It sounds great, um, that book. Uh, well done, Angela. She's a lovely girl She's as well. such it's a nice girl. I mean, I really like and, her a lot. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Oh. I watched the TV show this week. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, loved it. Oh, I couldn't get enough of it. I was so disappointed. I watched it all in two nights. Uh, it's on all four, so you can get it for free, essentially, oh, yes, on the all four app. This. This is it's, um, it's called Chivalry. It scores a disappointing uh, uh, rate on IMDb. I think Have you rated it yet? 5.9. I haven't, no. So well, that's why. Um, that is a very good idea. Shiv. 
chivalry. Chivalry, there we go. Um, so it only scores 5.9. I would easily give it a 7. I think it's absolutely knockout. So it's written by uh, Steve Coogan and the other girl who is in it, who's called Sarah Solomony. Solomony? Yeah, Solomony. Solomony, that sounds, sounds like it's got a better ring to it, you know. Mm. <laughs> um, I've seen her in other things before. Me too. So she's, she's fantastic. been a, um, an actress and uh, I think she's been a writer and a director. So there's all sorts of stuff that she's done. She is absolutely fabulous. She's in it. knockout, isn't she? Uh, yes. Um, and the story is a kind of post Me Too idea a successful producer and a woke writer director are brought closer by a creeping attraction and a feeling that they are just pawns in a studio's agenda for a saudi arabian buyout um i mean that doesn't really do it any justice but basically steve coogan's produced a film with a very kind of male chauvinist pig uh, french director pig. who's made a real kind of quirky horrible slightly misogynistic film and um, she has been brought in, this woke director has been brought in to, to do some of the reshoots on some scenes to kind of bring it into line. The French director's furious about this, but in the opening scenes, he dies of a heart attack and she's left with the remnants of this film and wants to reshoot the sex scenes, but with a slightly more modern agenda in this kind of Me Too arena. Steve Coogan's part of the old guard, but he's trying to become like acceptable he's and trying to new. change he's absolutely trying to change in this very kind of difficult clunky landscape and he doesn't know how to navigate it there's a brilliant scene where they're about to discuss a sex scene him and uh, the director and she says oh you know in order to do this by the rules we have to have a, a, a woman in the room if we're going to discuss a sex scene and he says oh what kind of woman and he says sorry and then he says well how old or no sorry like how big it doesn't really matter, does it? Any woman, like, let's get a woman in the room so we can discuss this scene. And it's just absolutely brilliant where he's just thinking, what am I saying? Why like, did I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, Jesus. So, And then also, what's really interesting about it is that she is quite firm in her kind of slightly feminist woke beliefs, uh, and rightly so in many ways, but she gets drawn into behaving in a way that she doesn't like, but she can't. Not in a, in a way because if you want to compete in this landscape, you almost have to be part of the landscape. So and the other thing really is, there's good... the assistant Steve Coogan, who's oh, really God. really good. Yeah. She's on um, this time. This Anna. time, yeah, yeah. And she, the mixture of her yeah. and the female director and Coogan, all of whom are different, yeah, in their beliefs mm. and their attitudes to the new landscape yes and all of them make you think a bit like oh my god she said that oh she believes that oh but then oh i wasn't expecting her to believe that and then you kind of think how mixed and messed up we all are because we all have these agendas everybody in this is kind of saying the wrong thing almost all the time and then not knowing what they can say and what they can't say it's quite interesting it's a mixture of race class gender power, hierarchy, it's all Everything. in there. And, you know, certain things buy you certain privileges, I guess, you know, yes. and all of that is explored and displayed. So it's not without its faults again, I think, like, there's, there's, there's criticisms of it. But it's thought-provoking, you know, I, I think. I just loved all of it, and yeah. every episode I thought, oh, she's... How many? She, uh, I think there's only six episodes, mm. they're about 24 minutes each, so they're an easy digestible bunch. Yes. Coogan's ever so slightly partridge-esque, but I like, I love... The partridge A little bit. Yeah, it's not massive. No. I say that with a complete air of positivity. It yes. makes it better because he wants to be able to say the thing. Because the thing about partridge is he gets to say all the things that 
that Alan would like to say that nobody else could say, but yes. he thanks his Alan Partridge. And I guess this character is tr- trying hard not to say not the things that Alan say would say. Things, you know, yes. So you can see all that in there. But I just loved the whole thing. It's a brilliant, brilliant thing to watch. And mm. it's a really easy thing to watch. And especially, I think, um, husbands and wives or partners. Yes, they'd really love it. would really like it because you'll both see different things yes. in it. Because the female character is equally as important as the male character in this thing. And the, the way they kind of cross-pollinate the, and I the think stuff is superb. I also love things that you can watch with your partner and then have a debrief afterwards. You know? Oh, yes. It's the kind of thing you could watch mm. and then go and have a coffee in the kitchen and go, okay, let's talk that talk through. Talk that through, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I totally, th- totally agree. There is talk of a second series and I, uh, one of the reasons I want to talk about this thing and get so people to watch it, it the, so it, it gets recommissioned yeah. because there's so many places you could go with this yes. thing. It is fantastic. Yes. I loved every single second of it. I think it's a Baby Cow production thing, which I, uh, if you're interested in following an account about comedy on Instagram, Baby Cow Productions is Steve Coogan's production company. And I think that made things like Gavin and Stacey and all that kind of stuff. But it's made tons of really brilliant, like, edgy comedy for uh, BBC Three, BBC Two, Channel Four, all that stuff. They're well worth a follow. But um, well done to the team there for making chivalry. It's superb. Um, I've got a song. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, of our new obsession with... Jacob Collier. Yeah. Well, it's not new. We've been yeah. obsessed with him forever. But um, I found Lizzie McAlpine. It's um, called Erase Me. And he features on it. Who does? Jacob, Jacob Collier. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. I've played it to you. <laughs> yes. It's really good. It's quite a pop song, but she's got a fantastic voice. Mm-hmm. And she is worth a listen. Um, she's very young. She's very new. It's called Erase Me. It's by Lizzie McAlpine, spelt exactly as you'd think, Lizzie with a Y. Okay. And through her, mm-hmm. um, I ended up finding an Instagram account um, of singers from, I think they're from uh, Boston. Mm-hmm. Yes, Boston, Massachusetts. And they're called Tiny Habits. And it is a guy called, I think he's called Judah. I'm just waiting to see the... Judah, yeah. Judah, um, she's called... Sinya and Maya. Oh, and yeah. it's three voices, but they do occasionally invite a fourth voice in. But they just do um, a cappella. Well, it's not a cappella because they've got guitars, acoustic mm-hmm. versions of songs. But they are really, really good. Oh, wow. Very Jacob Collier sort of esque with their breakdowns mm-hmm. and their chords. And they've got nearly 50,000 followers. But really nice if you want to listen to um, a nice, gentle. Uh, breakdown of a song. Ah, great. Mm. Uh, I've done a lot of music on this one. I'm going to finish with one final a flourish. bit of music. Yeah, a bit of a flourish. So, we, Oh, I'm so excited about yes. this. We went night clubbing. Uh, was it Hang last on, weekend? can we just say that again? Yeah. Let me just what did sure we do? Not this up. We went night clubbing. Yeah, we did, Michael. We were like young people. Yeah, we were. I think we might have talked about we this did. last we week. We did. We talked about but, the fact um, that we got there 10 minutes before it yeah. opened. So, but I was studying the DJ as he was DJing and I kept and thinking, you said you were gonna I'd love to do a bit of DJing, you know. Um, and then I thought, well, my son's got some decks because I bought him some decks for Christmas last year. And, and naturally now you're on them. Done it. So yeah, so I nicked <laughs> them. And I thought, well, I'll download a bit of software. So I found this bit of software and it's called DJ Pro AI. All right. And um, it is free. I've got a little MacBook Air thing. I haven't got anything fancy. I downloaded it for free and then I dropped some music into it. 
and so how how hard is it to download like it's, it's easy you just go oh, okay. to the website and download it, it just okay says, download and it here. all comes up on your computer i think it's on the the app store you know there's the app yeah store. yeah you just got the app store and download it oh, okay. i think oh, there's gosh. some in-app purchases i haven't made any in-app purchases so you've by made the way. music with no in-app purchases it's, this has been completely free oh, God. and then you can essentially do this on your laptop you don't need these decks but i plugged the decks in <laughs> God, it is so good. I mean, I was like Pete Tong and Fatboy Slim I mean, I all rolled what, into one. I am so excited because we're definitely going to Ibiza. Yeah, yeah, You're going to totally. be playing at gonna like be Ibiza it, rocks. Right. So uh, we're going to cut to the bit where I'm going to show you how I used it. Okay, so okay. Uh, we've moved on to some new audio equipment so I can show you this. Um, so one of the big problems is, Sorry, wait, as I've already is, said, what? This is brilliant. Yeah? I, I, I just... I love you showing me something new. Okay, good. That you have learned. It's just really, <laughs> so, really cute. One of the problems is, as I think I've already said, is that you have to own the music. You can't play stuff from iTunes or Spotify. You have to buy the music and own it on your own laptop. Oh, okay. So you can buy the CD and convert it into MP3s and put it in. Or you can go into Apple iTunes library and buy the songs at about 99p each. But you yes. can't play stuff. Because, I don't know if you know this or not, in iTunes or Spotify, you don't own any of that music. You lease it. They own it. And you just use... you just Spotify own it. Yeah, or, and you or, pay or them. iTunes. And you pay them to lease the music. But they own it. When you stop paying them, they take it back. You don't get to keep it. Yeah, performing rights, right? I guess so, yeah. Whereas when you buy a CD, you, you now own that music and you can do what you like with it because you've bought it. Right, so is, does that mean that we can play it on this? Uh, yes, well, I think we're allowed to play 15 seconds of anything legally. So Saskia will have to Saskia, have a, have a job. Saskia, you things. work that out and make sure that that is true so, and correct. I bought the song Sky Full of Stars by Coldplay just because I quite like that song and I yeah. heard somebody, I heard David Guetta quite like. DJ that song in, yeah. in Las Vegas and I remember thinking, yeah. wow. If I was going to DJ any song, I'd DJ this song, right? Yes. So anyway, I downloaded the software, and it's called DJ Pro AI. It's completely yeah. free. Yeah. Okay? So it's on the Mac. Oh. You download it for free. Okay. Well, the iPad, I think, is the same. And then you can buy some DJ decks here, which I've got here, which are Sonny's. I bought these for him for Christmas. Yeah. Um, I'll find out how much these are and talk about this in a minute. But these are from Pioneer, and they seem to make all the greatest DJ stuff. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I'm so with okay, you. Okay, great. So here's the song here, as you can see it here. I know the viewers can't, but you can see the whole length of the song and waveforms yep. there. So if we just press play on that, you'll hear the song. Okay. Okay, so, well, legally, well, I'll speed it up a bit so we'll get to this. Okay, so there's the him singing yep, the song. Yeah, yeah. So you can remove the music that you don't want. So that's him and the drums, basically. Oh my god, I love it already! Right, but not only that, you can put your own drums in. Right, so wait. Shut. Oh, that's not like that one, no. No. Let's go right. Come in in a minute, and then you. Oh my god, hilarious. Yeah? Right? And then obviously you can change these around a little bit and get a few different. Okay, and then you bring back in the vocals. 
drop out their drums. One second. Look at how that's amazing. We should. That is so good. Oh, can you keep doing this and then we can go to a beat the next summer? Yeah, totally right. And then, wait, wait. Oh my God! <laughs> so, so I wish you could, I wish yeah, you could I see his face, it's amazing. Right. That's the music that I put in there, so you can yeah. change all this. So you don't need to be playing anything, but it, it runs at the same beat and level yeah. as the other song. So yeah. when you reintroduce the song, it just all fits. Okay, so that was it. That's it, really. I mean, I didn't use the decks there. I was just using it on the computer. But when but, you plug the decks in as well, and you can twiddle all the knobs and get things going, I can't tell you just how much fun it was. And that's taken me no longer than an hour. Are you serious? A totally deadly serious. Now, I am quite good with computers. So yeah, you are. I, I can navigate my way around Photoshop <laughs> and all of that kind of stuff and some edit suite. So if you've used an edit suite or some kind of software like that, or even, you know, uh, PowerPoint, you know, yeah. you'll be able to navigate your way around this quite quickly. But the things it can do can mm. make you sound really like a yeah. very competent DJ very quickly. And if nothing else... If to do to remove myself that from the stress, so good. It's good, wasn't it? You know, and literally, I just made that up on the spot. I've been well, playing with that Chris song. Chris Martin did help you a bit. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> it was a really good uh, bit of fun, and also it removed my brain from thinking about work for like half an hour, just yeah. kind of messing around with stuff. And once I was in it. And then realising what you can do with it. But just go onto YouTube and get a little basic tutorial. And then if you want to try something a bit more flash, there's just endless bits of information on the internet for you to learn how to use this stuff. But if you love music and you like the idea of mixing your own songs and stuff like that, absolutely, it's completely free, it's brilliant. But the DJ decks, they're from Pioneer, they're called DDJ200. They're £139. Two hundred. Two hundred. They're one hundred and thirty-nine pounds. They're really worth it. A brilliant gift or a present if you've got sons or daughters who really love music. Or, uh, uh, I mean, I'm always talking about hobbies. Oh yeah, you yes. know, ho- like ho- if you like music, oh, in, this is a way of. It's really interesting in the chivalry thing. If you get yeah. around to watching later episodes, Steve Coogan says to her, "What do you do for a hobby?" And she said, "I don't have hobbies. I'm a mother." This is it. Right, yeah, yeah. This is exactly what I, I was saying last week, now that my kids are older. Yeah, but it's really interesting because here's, I mean, Steve's not, not a father in this, but I have had a propensity to pick up hobbies along the way and also been a very hands-on father. But, but I, th- I feel like there's something about men that, that would sacrifice other bits of their lives in order to, to do a hobby. Well, that's why men and, have historically in the past mm-hmm. been the only ones to have a shed in the garden yes because men need to go and, and hobbyize. Yeah, yeah but women are busy keeping house that was like the yeah. traditional role but now i think you know there was like a man cave and a she shed i mean it was hilarious you but know? It, it was interesting that we'd have this discussion you said mm. i don't have hobbies and i thought oh that's interesting. I wonder if it's a gender thing or whether it's just... Possibly is. Yeah, yeah. But then it came up in chivalry and that it's just really got me thinking mm. about it. And I think, so, women, do you have hobbies? Like, let us know. I'd be really interested. I think interested. I, I, I... Do and you know... Do your husbands or partners have hobbies and you don't? Or Well, what I, what I think is interesting is mm. that in the past, um, I, haven't, I haven't wanted to have a hobby because nobody had hobbies. But mm. now seeing you get so much joy out of your mm. music... 
It's made me really think, I want to find something that gives me that extracurricular joy yeah. that you get. And it's a real breather from your own life as well, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So anyway, I've loved this. I really hope you love it too. It's a, like I say, it's a brilliant gift for somebody. Can I just say, the next thing we're going to talk about, yeah. you've made something yeah. very bad for my waistline. I can't stop eating it. We'll be quick. This is a bumper episode. We're nearly up to 60 minutes. Can you believe that? Well, quickly. Okay. So uh, I'm doing some work with a company who sent me something uh, called a masher which is spelt mash with an A on the end Masha. of it. Masha. Now, I love sausage Can and Can I mash. quickly say something? Yeah. My French granny yeah. is called... Masha. Masha. Really? Spelt like that. Yeah. So, um, uh, the, the company I'm doing some work with, they work with other products and other houseware products and kitchen utensil things and stuff like this. I love sausage and mash. You love sausage and mash. Love it. And I always do the mash. You do the sausages yep. when we have it. Yeah. Uh, you've got a terrible masher. I've got a terrible uh, masher. And uh, it, it I, I, barely mashes. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really mash. Um, and then other mashers that I've bought are pretty rubbish as well. Oh and God, I, want one of those, so I want one of those rice mashers that CGME Oliver use where they put potatoes in, they squeeze the handle, and it comes out of like a sieve almost. Of, do you know what that is? What's it called? Passoir. A passoir. French. And what does that mean? It's, it's a masher. A masher. It's a French okay. masher. So anyway, this thing is exactly like a blender to the point where you might think, oh, it's just a blender. I've already got one of them. No, no. you haven't. It's a completely no. different thing because what there is through the sides of the blender is holes in the masher. So you've got a blade that runs around in the middle and forces all the potato through the holes, which is how it comes out in this absolutely no, smooth paste. too good. Not puree, perfectly mashed potatoes. No, so good. So there's a, a, about 50 mils of cream in here, double cream. Oh. There's a lump of butter in here That's and a pinch of salt. That's why I like it so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I bought these potatoes from nowhere in particular. Oh my God, it's... I always so... do, no, I always do skin on mash as well. No, but wait. Skin's the best bit. How good is that? Oh my God, it's outrageous. So it's £45 a masher. Go and have a look on the old Google, see where you can get it from. I would get one in a heartbeat if you like mash. Mashed potato is the easiest potato you can make. Mm. And if you can it mash it quickly and easily, and gives. boom. I mean, roast chicken with mashed potato and gravy. Oh, Shut up. It's great, it's so it? good. Uh, can so I just tell you yeah, something? Yeah. I am still buzzing from uh, the CEO of Honey Badette knowing that I'm alive. Yeah, no, I know. I can see and that. And not only that, I've been in touch with her. Now I'm literally like, my nose is so far up her jacksie. I love her so much. We're now messaging. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Michael, okay. the best bit. Uh-huh. She listens to the podcast and has done She's for ages. To this. No, but she has done for ages, and her husband mm-hmm. like listens to some of the recommendations that you do. You do. Oh, good. Like the blokey things. Can I say? Not that I'm trying to be sexist or anything, saying men can't, could, women if, can't. If do you can keep up the good work with the underwear, yeah, I'd be delighted. Mm. You know, you do reap benefits from it. I, but I, t- I le- I'm just letting you know yeah. that I would, and I did. You'd wear it anyway. I wore sexy mm. underwear when I was single. Mm. <laughs> all the time good um, I love all that yeah. stuff and, and this mashed well, potato well you benefit from it but I benefit from it the most <laughs> yeah I'm not entirely sure about that um, okay quick shout outs because we've been going on for ages on oh my this god I've got to move the mashed potatoes got to yeah, go yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a little I'll have a little steak with that before we go out I really enjoyed um, today yeah good me too it's, um, it's been great we've just got a dearth of things that we don't normally talk about Yes, and it's been there nice, are some things yeah. that I would really like to talk about, but I have to wait until next week now. Um, Roz Taylor says, "Hey, just listen to this week's episode. Tesco Club Card is definitely a great loyalty yes. card. Yes, I got my Disney Plus subscription on it. Oh my god, that's brilliant! Wow." Uh, Davina said about having lots of cards in your purse. There's a great app called Stowcard. Yeah, I've got Stowcard, where up. you can store all your cards details. I'm oh my god! Yeah, what? Yeah. Why have I not got that app? Well, because I think Apple of 
the Apple Wallet is slightly usurped. But you can't put Stoke things on your Apple Wallet. Well, you can put lots of. I've got lots of cards on there. My Nectar cards on there. I don't understand how you Uh, put them on. Gym cards on there. What? So house cards on there. All that stuff. So help me. Yes, I will. I will. But yes, Stoke card is really good. Thanks, Ross Taylor. That is super helpful, and it's good to hear about the Tesco Club card still doing a good job. After Michael suggested only following Insta accounts that bring happiness, I'd like to recommend one called Wannastet. Wannastet. 3D sculptures and mesmerising looping animations. Okay, I'm going to look My favourite currently are Split and Sliding Zeus XL. Happy weekend. This is from Lara Trewin. Um, that sounds great because I, I love... We. Oh, is that it? Oh, my Ooh. God! Lara, this is, um, I've just clicked on the, oh, it's so satisfying. Michael. Oh, God. I mean, they look so real. Oh, Oh. God, it's like erotic. (laughs) Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. Look who's liked it. Jacob Collier. Oh, my God. That is is quite weird. Yes, he's everywhere, this guy. Um, Happy New Year. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? This is extremely satisfying. Hi, guys. After hearing you mention Throwback TV on Insta, which I absolutely love. Yeah, I love the Throwback TV. I thought I'd share with you this one, too. Um, I follow old-fashioned vibes. I follow old-fashioned vibes. Have you watched that? No. Oh, it's just like loads of really old TV commercials from the 40s and 50s and loads of stuff like what, what it was like watching toothbrushes getting made in factories in the 1960s and stuff like that. It's really good. Old-fashioned vibes. Emma Barton. You took the words right out of my mouth. Old-fashioned vibes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm writing all of this down so we can mention it. It's uh, it's really good. Thank you, Emma. You have a lovely weekend too. Oh my God, this is an epic. We, let's do this one and then we'll call it a day. Caroline. Yeah. Um, Cartwright. Carolyn. Carolyn Cartwright. Thank you. Yep. Hi, Debra and Michael. Just listened to your pod today and thought I'd mention a couple of things that have uh, made my year. So I'm a huge music fan and got a little stalled with some of the usual radio stations. I fell across Radio X and their music is oh, really Oh, Chris Moyles. Yeah, I mean, there's loads of good stuff I love Radio Chris Moyles. Yeah, and really brought my attention to tune in with bands I'd never heard of. Chris Moyles now hosts their morning show with some of his gang from Radio 1 and their music choices are absolutely go-to now. Since listening, uh, I've booked four concerts. Yeah, great. I mean, God, looking forward to going to a concert. Yes. You know what? I got another invite to Glastonbury today. And I've had an, um, well, uh, from Chloe and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who Um, who have you got? Yeah, no, from from the gang. Yeah. But. um, I know. uh, You should go. No, no, no. I can't go. I've got too much to do. Okay. Um, But uh, yeah, going to concerts is fantastic. Uh, it says here, apologies, I pressed send without finishing my message. So my dad's 73 and I both completed a tandem skydive. 73? Tandem a tandem skydive? Sky That's brilliant. With Northwest skydiving a few weeks ago. The centre is near Ulverston at the very top of the Lake District. Oh my oh, God, wow. wow, how brilliant. The views. Sky- yes, I know. We go to enjoy the most amazing views. You can see the Lake District, including oh, Lake Windermere, Morecambe Bay and the estuary. Wow. Oh, wow, Blackfield Tower. For any adrenaline junkies who listen, your podcast especially, it's a fantastic place to try this out. Oh, oh my that's God, a really brilliant. good idea. Thanks again for your epic podcast. I tell everyone they must listen. Uh, you're fan-bloody-tastic. Aww. Thank you. I love Friday. That's so nice. Oh, what a brilliant... Thanks, Look, I, mean, I tell you, I took a helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon, you know, and me and Pip were in there and we were going across and with Digger Barnes. I remember Digger oh, Barnes. Oh, my God. Was Two that hours the Vegas into, trip? Yeah, it was the Vegas trip. So we were all a bit hungover and all that and we were going across this whole desert thing. And Digger Barnes said, very pointed out, and he said, do you know what? He said, it's all right and everything, but it, can you imagine helicoptering over the Lake District? 
And he said, it put this to shame. And I thought, he's absolutely right. Like, the Americans should be going in their droves to the Lake District to helicopter over Jesus. the Lake District. Well, there should be company just doing helicopter rides all, all over all the Lake District. Because you'd look down from there and just go, wow, yeah. you know. Because the Grand Canyon's good, but once you've seen it, you've yeah. seen it. But yeah. the lake's out of this world. Carolyn, well done for skydiving and big up to your dad, yeah. 73. Oh, fantastic. Oh, ooh. <laughs> right, we're going to get ready and we're going out. We're going we're out going tonight. We're going out. We're going night clubbing. Do you know Again. What you, you, gonna, you know what you're wearing tonight? No, I need to, I'm going to sh- try things on and show you. Okay, I you can't wait. You get to choose because I, I really have no idea. I love the fashion parade. Yeah, I know what fashion I'm wearing. parade. <gasps> can't uh, wait. I'll show you. We'll take a we'll picture take a of picture. ourselves on the way out. Uh, have a lovely weekend and uh, week and time and everything, people. We love you. Take care, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.